1: Hello and welcome to the Travel Web Podcast for Saturday, the twenty second of August, two thousand twenty. I'm your host, John Walker. And with me as always is Andy Vaughan. Hello. And God no name. Hello.
2: <laughs> How are you doing? Good. Great. VG. Yeah, good. What a day we yeah. had yesterday. <laughs>
1: yeah, that that was that was absolutely tremendous. So that's obviously the Patreon episode. So before we start, we will say a massive thank you to um let me just get the name right. Andrew Ellen Davis, no relation, by the way, and um, he has joined at the Trample Bet Club six dollar fifty five tier. We really appreciate everyone joining. Um, really appreciative of how interactive the Patreons have become, especially on the Facebook group because they're kind of they're they our on they're our paying advertisers, right? Because they're telling people how good the picks have been. So we intend fully they're, they're they're part of the team. That's it. It's a club. It's a team. That's that's what we're going for now. It's no longer a, a Patreon support model. You're getting involved with us as part of the team. We really appreciate all the support. And that was on top of everyone that joined the week before that we mentioned. Um, really happy with the amount of people. If you are a listener, there are two people still sitting on the $15 a month tier. Can you please get yourself off of it and reduce yourself to $6.55 before the 1st of September or you will be charged $15 again? Yeah, just
2: jump jump in. We want everyone one tier in the club. And more we'll than all the other ones, so um, if if we'd love to see more people sign up.
1: So last week's picks, it was a, it was another good weekend for us to start with. My banker, Man City versus Leon. I had taken a goal in the second half at the the typical John Walker odds of one to five. There was three goals in the second half, although I was definitely sweating, like because it was like what six to eight minutes before De Bruyne equalised. Yeah, we scored the first goal in the second half, but then Man City just just absolutely fell apart. But I was happy that the the banker came in, even if it was terrible odds. See, when that happens, though, you're always super annoyed because I had marked down as one of the potential value bets as being two goals in the second half, which was 11-10. to 10. Yeah. But I shat it. I should have had it as your banker.
2: <laughs> so I had Kawasaki Frontale in the J-League. Uh, reasonably big banker odds of 3-5. They won 6-1. time, full-time bets come in. A whole host of handicap bets come in. Just wonderful.
1: Should we change their name to Kawasaki Minus One? And just like... Have <laughs> like every time they're referenced, be like, Kawasaki Minus One at home. That's it.
2: <laughs> like it has to be. Hey, the way they're playing just now, it's incredible. So, um, so yeah, d- delighted with that one.
0: Uh, and I had Force versus Jung y- Skill because uh, I went and listened to their pronunciation, um, who strolled home 4-1. So
2: That was good. It's Just lovely banker, banker's banker's easy. Two weeks banker two banker this week. It, it quite big odds as well. This one, so happy.
1: And I was forced to let down the value picks. I had Hibs at home to Motherwell, in which might have been the worst. Game of the worst games I watched It yeah, was often. not
2: a good game of football. For, it was for watching
1: so fucking bad. It was so bad. Right, that Stephen O'Donnell, who's not played football in six months. Walked straight into Motherwell's team and looked at like the best player in the park by some distance. Yeah. Like comfortably looked the best player in the park, playing it right back. I think he had the best chance of the match as well, actually. Um but not was a rubbish game of football. But perhaps just see, I think this is what they'll do. They'll just build on a a platform of a solid defence. So keep enough clean sheets, but they need need to be a wee bit more creative going forward because that that was That was hard to watch. That was also hard to watch two managers that almost almost felt like no manager does have zero interest in going and winning a game but both of them felt they were happy to draw at least not lose. That's what it felt like when I was watching that. I was so bored.
0: See, if it was anyone that wasn't Hibbs. like I I like two managers that like that because then you get 12 to uh, (laughs) 5 on a draw for it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, a dismal game of football. Uh,
2: My value bet didn't come in either, John, so you know, don't beat yourself up about it. Uh Uruwa versus Hiroshima. Urawa went 1-1 0. Now I've already mentioned several times this season that I should maybe just stop games that they're involved in <laughs> because they can be because they can they can pull results out of the bag and then just be totally lackluster and shite the next week. Um so yeah, they're, I've got their game in my picks later on this week anyway. <laughs>
0: I'll just put a wee L next to that. Um, and I, mine was a winner. Uh, mine was Jurgarden versus Orobro. Uh, it was Jurgarden away at Evens, who won relatively comfortably. Not so bad. that was a nice win for me.
2: Yeah. It was good. They won, by, they won by quite a few goals, did they not?
0: I think it was 2-0 eventually. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'll have a look, actually, because I've just got my thing here. I, just, I, I got paid out early um, for that one anyway, because I... I um, I, I got paid out relatively early on for that. Um, let's have a look at these Jurgarden boys. I know they're playing. They played midweek and lost in the Champions League, though, disappointingly. Um, against yeah, no, they won.
2: They won. They won three 0 They won three 0 at the weekend. It was it was comfortable. Twenty shots to the other team's five.
0: Ah, right. Nine, okay.
2: nine shots on target to the other team's one. Yeah, I, I remember sitting watching just the results coming. I obviously, didn't watch that game. And it was, it was very good.
0: It came in at 83 minutes, they went up 2-0. That's when I lost lost interest in the game. Because I thought, ah, they're not going to throw that. They're not self-eagle. They're not <laughs> going to throw this away. Um, yep, yeah, so that was a win for me.
1: I kept up my outsider run for the season so far. So that's me free for free on outsiders. Now, this one was one that I put in the chat as well. So, Andy, you put this bet on on Thursday, I think, before it was clearly obvious that Sydney here for some reason, eh, not Sydney, sorry, um, as I saw it, the Sydney, Sydney FC had decided to put out a full strength side full for trend. no reason. Like, no reason whatsoever. They were going to stay in the same position they were in, playing Western United, who really only needed to avoid a defeat. I think the goal difference was enough to see them, so other teams around them had already finished their season. They were playing two games to go. So, Western United didn't actually need to win. They just had to make sure they didn't lose. But I was of the assumption that Sydney were going to rest people for the playoffs. And Western United were just going to um, by default, go on and win the game because they'd been the form side. Sydney, for some reason, they put out a massive, full-strength side. So I said on the Tramperbach chat about, I think about twenty minutes before kick-off that the odds had been out to roughly four to one because yep. of how strong Sydney's team was. But I was, I like think, I said a few people still very much worth the fiver. Um, oh yeah, Western United took the lead, went one nil up. I think I had, I'd been doing a running commentary of the game, so I was freaking out. Western United, I two or three up at half-time. Um, the last like five to ten minutes into the first half they started to get battered and nothing changed in the second half so I was like I was freaking out telling everyone if they were getting anywhere near double their money or three times their money take it and I think yeah, I, I think Oli took like a fiver on it and took out like 12.50 but to be fair he took it out and then Sydney equalised right away and yeah, yeah. doubled Western United for the rest of the game Western United only get back into it when Sydney took off all the best players
2: yeah yeah And but they went on to win
1: yeah, on the 89th minute, last minute counter attack, and I got my. I had a, had a 10 pound free bet on it, so I got my 40 quid to play with for day. So Western United won two, one away to Sydney. Um, it was 20 feet to 10 when I said it in the podcast last week. But if you were in the Facebook group and monitoring it, they were out to 41 before the start of the
2: game. Mm. Uh, my outsider, I took a Nagoya team away at Tokyo, so two decent teams in the in the J League. The game could have gone either way. It went away at Tokyo, one 0 Nagoya got a man sent off, mm. so that, put, that put, paid to that.
0: And uh, my outsider was Sunsval versus Gaius uh, in the Super Etan. It was two or three 0 to Suns Sunsval. It was not a good outsider. Uh, but don't worry, Gaius feature again this week in my picks. So uh, we'll we'll go at them until we get them. Um, but yeah, it it, it was a, both teams have been drawing games and not doing very well. Sunsval just come out and, and and take them off. You get rid of that L, son. For someone who <laughs> went, at, look, you're speaking to the champ here who went three out of four so uh good try. Good try. Right. so let's go in the charity bet right now can i just tell you how the charity bet actually went so hey, need, this was need, put on yeah so so you text me saying put the charity bet on because i was closest last week um so uh put the charity bet on i was had been drinking for a while uh it was 11 at night uh so i packed what I thought was a charity bet, which was Komarnox and Johnson, both teams to score, uh, John Buck, Motors, away to uh, Suwon Blue Wings, and what I thought was Kawasaki Frontale away <laughs> to Sapporo. Turns out it was actually Kashiwa, but luckily <laughs> Kawasaki won and Kashiwa lost. So we got our first charity bet win of the season, uh, which was transferred over to... D-
2: due to you being retarded. <laughs>
0: and drunk. uh, But no, uh, I'm glad. I am glad we got a charity win in now, so that was good. Uh, And it was fifty two quid as well. So it wasn't too shabby at all for a tenner. I think that was because when I'd taken, um, I think John Buck drifted, as did Kelly St. Johnson. I think I got over evens for uh, that.
2: Yeah, Um, you you would have got over evens for Kelly St. Johnson because that's what I got.
0: I,
1: so, to, be fair, to be fair, it rolled on to the Kilmarnock-St-Johnson game and that game was never... In that first half, that game was never getting both teams to score. I had textures saying the charity bet is dead. And yeah. then Kilmarnock go out of nowhere and a red card within a minute changed the whole game. And I think so it took St-Johnson to, what, the 85th minute to get their goal, but yeah, who cares? And they went on to win as well, which is good. Cause we know we've got we've got a bit of a... Well, I've got a bit of hatred for Kamarnock. Anything Kilmarnock or Hamilton on this podcast... So, see, anytime those names pop up with ruining a curtain, I feel yeah. miserable. Absolutely miserable. <laughs> but we got so, the charity better up inadvertently. It doesn't matter. The money went to charity. So 52 schmeckles. That, to, I think to that's what the records books show, right? We transferred money to charity. We've done a midweek Patreon episode. Um, Andy, you and Gordo on Wednesday. Absolutely phenomenal.
2: Yeah, so I I took a, a, a double. I picked two games in Japan. Kawasaki Frontale, obviously, uh, because of how great they've been. They were playing second place in the table. Siazaka, so a big test for them. So you were getting big odds of four to six, um, or slightly over four to six, if you shopped around. They went a goal down in the first five minutes. So, if if you did fancy a reback in play, the odds went up to around six to four. Uh, they went on to win five two. They, uh, they just dominated them. They went a goal down early and went, you know what? Right, we'll turn it on now and just come back and win. Um, the other game, Shonen, bottom of the table, Shonen against Nagoya, who are up in the up in the top four. Uh, Nagoya were 5-7, to seven, uh, quite a big price for an away-from-home win, and I sort of marked that as the bet of the week, as far as I was concerned. Uh, that game was nil-nil after 89 minutes, but Nagoya got a goal um, in the 90th minute, and it, and it came good. So my double came good um, at around 3-1, which, is, which and- is pretty decent.
0: And I moved a league down, uh, went to the J League Two, and looked at um, Kitakushi away to Omiya uh, Ardija. Great result! There was twelve to five away from home. They went three 0 up at half time, uh, and yeah, seen the game thing. out four um, one. They'd won their last. The reason I texted across was they'd won their last five games on the spin. Yep. Omiya had lost to some, and they'd lost the last game and drawn against some kind of crap teams. Um, so yeah, at 12 to 5, that was my nothing like getting a 12-5 shot. It's 3-0 up at halftime. That's a that's that's a pleasant one. Uh, so my my Wednesday was smashing thanks to that. I had called out Tuesday night's Celtic versus Reykjavik game.
1: Um Reykjavik are rebuilding a whole squad. They, they so they had to like get rid of like seven players from the team that won the league last year. So I'd seen a couple of people actually commenting on the Daily Record saying that this this Reykjavik team were not the team that won the league. So they fully expected Celtic to absolutely demolish them. So I had mentioned Celtic half-time, full-time was 1-3, which was ridiculous. Celtic um, to score two goals in the second half was 11-10. And Edward to score two or more goals is even money. That was a couple of the bets that I'd called out. So those are good bets. And you can actually build that as a request a bet at 5 or 6-1 to one on Bet365. However, those are the highlights. I just want to point out one absolute horrendous uh, call out I made so in the Champions League qualifier on Tuesday night I'd called out Dinamo Brest versus Astana so Astana beat Manu in the Europa League so they've got decent European pedigree they have made the Champions League group stages Dinamo Brest had been playing recently and had been doing miserably in their league but they obviously qualified for the Champions League I'd called this because of previous results to be a tight 1-0 victory for either team and Dinamo Brest but won blow 6-3 it. <laughs>
2: <That's>, yeah absolute <laughs> blowout
0: is that not like the time I tried to count that uh, Ross County St Mirren is under 2.5 goals and ended up like 6-4? Hey, <laughs>
2: that bet was dead within the first 10 minutes. Yeah. That was- <laughs> <laughs> but it was a great week. It was a, a great midweek. Yeah. Um, so we'll be doing a midweek again next week.
1: And just a couple of calls. So as part of the Patreon, you also get your midweek picks and you also get things like UFC. Um, a couple of the best UFC picks, um, James called out Werner Janderober to beat Velisa Herrick at 5-2 by submission. That came in. And Gal also called Steepy to win on points at 5-1 to one against Daniel Cormier. So there was like two massive, massive long-odd picks within that episode. And we had a couple of agreements on different things as well that came in, but those were like really short odds. I had Chris Dawkins to win in the prelims at 6-5. to five, And I had Jairzinho Rosenstrike versus Junior Dos Santos not to go distance at 1-3. So we had loads of loads of good results and we've changed it to kind of the bank of value outsider format as well for that so it's easy to follow for everyone and that we don't have to research fucking 15 fights every week to try mm-hmm. and give you something of value we're just trying to give you stuff that we like so there was some really good value if people had listened um, that's kind of that's kind of our sales pitch on the Facebook group we just want to call out some of the oh yeah yeah the best bets do, do it here because it's still last week's picks some of the best bets we've had like Martin Erickson I think had um, so what was it he had in the Man City Leon game Made over 1.5 goals in the game, five Man City corners, three Leon corners and 10 booking points each team. It was tw- I gave 20 quid on it or something, it was like 41 return and that, we were all kind of waiting on that just for one corner at the end and it came in. Yeah.
0: Uh, Chris Kelly was really unlucky with Jason Holt to be booked, oh. a man who should oh, have been
1: booked have 20
0: times during can, the game.
1: Can I just say, what, what occurred here was that Chris Kelly put that in the chat, I think I then commented saying mate, Skybet is only giving you 2-1, Cause he get warned, but in the first half, so you were like we're hey, thirteen I'm to like, two so,
2: on bet yeah. three six five. So yeah.
1: mentioned bet three six five. So I took that information and texted my mates in the Rangers group chat and went. Jason Holt's still thirteen to two on bet three six five to get carded, but he's two to one in Skybet. Loads of them just went up and like went straight on a bet three six five. Try to find passwords that they've never used before. Just a, <laughs> just a put a fiver on it, and then there was a tackle on Ken outside the box where he's just deliberately blocked him. And nothing
2: yellow. happened. Yellow. absolute yellow all day.
1: And then, I don't know if you remember there was a run by Kent, like in the last five minutes. He's yes. halfway line, and he just kicks out of them, but the ref was stealing. So I'm like, once I stopped, he's carded. We're all getting money here. But that was the most infuriating. But I Kelly would have. Kiss Kelly with have most drinks in Cumbernauld for about the next three weeks, if I yeah. <laughs>
0: <that's>, <laughs> um, And then Gareth James Walker. It's his week. It's nobody it week. It's his week. Because he. <laughs> Had Bruno Fernandez had more than two shots in Sevilla Man United. He had Man United score a penalty at seven one. This Fernandez one was two one. He called out Lukaku to have over one shot on target it was two one. He caught he had Kawasaki Frontale and um, Bayern Munich to both score more than three goals.
2: That was 8-1. yesterday.
0: Just a wild 8-1. week of like. Y- yeah, people go through phases of that where everything they touch turns to gold but he, he's he's doing damn well but well done to him he, he was he was magic this week he was also very
1: agreeable that it's good karma for him joining the Trample Bet Club on Patreon so he joined it last week and he's made about 400 quid not a us it's just good karma you know what I mean it is yeah give a little you get loads back Let's go on to this week's picks. Um, I'll fire off. My banker is in the Croatian League. This is like a league that's really interesting. Like, see like the English Premiership finished and they've kinda of done a, a preseason as normally scheduled. The mm-hmm. Croatian League has finished and started the next week. Just roll straight rolled straight in. Rolled straight in the new league. So a team that just Amazing. won the division below were just like, ah, you're going to be playing next week, but in the division above now, that's what's happening. <laughs> So I'm going for two teams that I know from the division. Istra, who just avoided relegation last year, are uh, hosting Dinamo Zagreb, who have been pretty solid at the start of this season. They've won three out of three. Scored four in the second half last week. So as a result of that, I'm going for a goal in the second half at typical John Walker odds of one to five. Uh, Dino Zagreb, like I said, four goals in the second half last week, three in the second half of the week before, and one in the second half of the game before that. So I'm pretty comfortable that against Istra, who will probably sit in for most of the game and try and not get pumped, that they might hold out for a half and then then Zagreb will just absolutely batter them. I fancy I, I actually looked at it. It's actually even money for two goals in the second half. It's one to two for Zagreb to score the last goal in the game, which I also like. But
2: I'm just going safe. Goal in the second half, free the team at one to five. Um, Over in Japan on Saturday at 11 a.m. in the J League, the banker is Tokyo at home to bottom of the table, Shonen. So Tokyo currently sixth with 19 points. Shonen dead last, only four points from 11 matches. Tokyo's form doesn't look great if you had a quick swatch at Flash score just now. um, Their last five matches have produced one win, one loss, and three draws, but that doesn't take into account the strength of the schedule that they've had, and they've been against very tough opposition. So their last three games have been against Hiroshima Siozaka, who were second, and Nagoya, who were, who were up there as well, and third. And they managed five points from those games, so uh, one win and two draws. Shonen, they've now lost their last seven matches in a row against all competitions. Um, they were unlucky at the weekend not to hold on to a point against Nagoya, but again, it was they, they were holding on right, for the entire game. I think odds of Tokyo at home um, against a team that just will lose every week of one to two is pretty massive um, and quite a big banker price. Nice.
0: Like it. I will be swiftly moving us to Korea uh, for Sunday morning, actually at 10 a.m. It's John Buck versus Sangju Sangmu. Uh, so this is actually second versus third, but it's been separated by 10 points. John Buck, we've discussed before in the podcast, are just a winning machine. They are fantastic at home. They've won this fixture the last three times they've played uh, at home against uh, Sangju Sangmu. The away team, in Sangju have been very dismal. So they lost at Seoul. They drew two each with Gangwon and they drew one each with Incheon. Now Incheon have played 16 games and have how many points? Let's see. It's it's something absolutely awful. So they've been playing, they've played 16 games and got eight points. So they average 0.5 points a game. Right, And this is a team, so they're not playing Incheon, they're playing Sangju and Sangju drew with them. Now even more disheartening for Sangju was that in that game, Incheon had two men sent off and then equalised after they were up 1-0. So I have no faith in this away team being anything good. They have been traditionally quite poor so far. I think John Buck to win at 4-9 to nine was the last price I got at 1-2. to two. Great value. To quote that very famous Jerry Maguire movie, You Had Me at John Buck. You had me at, you had me at John Buck. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. So yeah, so that is the banker treble for there.
1: Uh My value is over in the A-League. So it's now the, the playoff section of the A-League. So the top two go straight into semi-finals and third, fourth, fifth and sixth play a quarter-final round. Wellington Phoenix versus Perth Glory. They played four weeks ago. I'm going over 1.5 goals in the second half at 11 to 10. So better than evens. In that game they played four weeks ago. It happened. There was two goals in the second half. The Wellington Phoenix scored loads of goals in the second half. There has been... Um, there's been two goals in the second half of five of the seven games since returning, And Perth Glory, it's been four of six. So it happens often enough to be getting good odds. And the thing I really like about this is it's a playoff. So if one team's winning, the other team have to go for it. There's no second chances. You're either in or out. So this will be like a cup tie. I really fancy Wellington to actually go win this because I think Perth Glory have just fallen apart this year after actually winning the title last year. Um, I really fancy Wellington Phoenix. Another go uh, bet I like in the game is Gary Hooper to score. Um I really like that bet at any time. Doesn't matter. I think any time he's seven to five to score, which is ridiculous considering how many goals he's scored this season. But Wellington Phoenix, Perth Glory, over one point five goals in the second half is eleven to ten.
2: I'm obviously back in Japan Sunday. Uh, <laughs> uh this one's this one's ten AM. Uh so it's ten AM. Nagoya versus Kawasaki Frontel, just going to keep backing Kawasaki every week. The odds are high enough this week to merit them being in the value pick. Um, they're now an incredible 10 wins in a row since play resumed in the J League. They've scored 34 goals, conceded only 9 across 11 matches. Their 6 1 win against Sapporo last weekend was bettered midweek from their 5 2 win against second place C Ozaka. So they now play third in the table, and they're away from home at third place Nagoya. But Nagoya looked pretty unconvincing midweek against bottom of the table. they needed a stoppage time goal to win that one. Now, Kawasaki at 3-4 is just it is too big a price for me not to be all over. I'll probably take the half-time full-time and I'll take a handicap as well. Just that because they've
0: done minus really six. well for
1: me. <laughs> that, was, that was the only thing I was going to say was I would like to revoke their name for one week only and not implement Kawasaki minus one yet because I think Nagoya are so boring that this will be a tight 1-0 win for Kawasaki. Yeah, but
2: They're I so think Kawasaki... They've scored 34 goals this campaign already. I think, I think they'll be able to break them down. Um, but yeah, just a win. Just a, The value here is in just the win price. It's three to four.
0: Nice. Okay, so for my value pick, I will take us swiftly to Grenoble. I have changed my background. Uh, for the Patreon content users here. <laughs> I'm going to take us straight to Grenoble because the French League re-kicks off this week. So, uh, fantastically, the French League to round one, which is always very dangerous to back, is the first oh. week of any league. However, my picks from here go a wee bit mental because they're all at quite large odds. So my value pick this week is Grenoble away at Rode 14 to 5, you're going to get them at. And I think that's really good value because in pre-season, if you look at Grenoble, they haven't they haven't conceded a goal in their last five. They've been very very good since they they kicked back off. And I know we can't take much into pre seasons We've talked about this before. But Grenoble's away record. They played Villefranche twice and won two 0 both times. Um, <laughs> I just think that Grenoble are better than Rode at the moment. They won, So let me take you through Grenoble's form. They won 4-0 against Clermont. They won 2-0 twice away at uh, Villefranche. They beat Grasse 3-0 and they beat Nîmes 2-0. So in the last five games they've played, they haven't conceded a goal and have won all five. Rode have been also been okay. They lost 3-1 to Montpellier, which there's no shame in. They're a division up. Uh, they beat Pau 2-0. They drew with Villefranche. Uh, they drew with Nîmes and they beat Clermont. So I think... Looking at the pre-season form, the only game I'm going to touch uh, in the French second division is this one, this week. It's the first week of a league, but I think I'd rather be on the 14-5 to 5 side than the even money side for Rody So, 14-5 to 5 value pick. Uh,
2: I like it. Bold, man, it's bold.
0: I like it. And I, know, I know we can't read too much in the pre-season, but two of
1: the matches you called out there... Um, Villefranche, Villefranche. Is that what yeah. you're going to say? No, 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 no. no. Um, they drew against... Two, the two teams that Rode drew against Grenoble beat in preseason.
2: Yeah, I know, and, I know uh, it's
1: pre season, but they have beaten teams that Rode could not. So yeah, just on that alone. Yeah. Just on that alone, there's no reason for them to be fourteen to five outsiders or values. Yeah. You've decided to take your sweet God I I'm
0: i am am a fan of that. I think that could be good. So yeah, so I'll take my background away from uh, France and return us to the pink trample bet logo. Um <laughs> But we'll be doing this throughout the season since we're now doing this throughout. So for every French pick, I'll take you to the city. Grenoble's probably the nicest one. Wait until you have to see somewhere like Pal. Not very <laughs> nice. It's like Birmingham. Um,
1: <laughs> so my outsider, which is like drastically even shorter odds in Gordo's value, is in the, the Croatian top division. So we're on the fourth round of the league games now. It's Sibenik, who won the title last year. So second division title, who have been promoted to the Premier League are playing Vazadin, who just avoided relegation. Vazadin actually went on a run of winning six of the last eight games when we returned after a break to stay safe. So they were second bottom and ended up being fourth bottom, quite comfortable in mid-table of a 10-team league. In um, that same time, Zabinic, who did get promotion, like I said, they didn't win any of the last five league games in the division below. So obviously I don't have any knowledge of what's happened with the squad or why they came back off the coronavirus stop and weren't able to win another game in the league. Yeah. Held out promotion. So they had a 22-point lead at the top of the table and didn't win any of the last five games and still got promoted comfortably just because of how big the gap was. But they only get promoted by like eight points in the end up. Mm-hmm. They haven't won yet since being promoted. Rather than just with a form, I think I think they can go away and win this at 95. I don't actually know why they're the outsider because they've been in the league for four years, always been a relegation team, but Zabenec haven't been promoted in that time that I've went mm-hmm. back. So just the run of six out of eight, beating decent teams like uh, Osijek and Hadjik Split, I really fancy Valzdin to go and win this at 9-5. to
0: five. Excellent. I like it. I like it, John. As soon as you get into the, the those kind of leagues, I'm like, ah, it's fine. He's back, He's back on the reg. <laughs>
2: <laughs> my, uh, my outsider's a similar price, John. I'm in the J-League on Sunday at 11 o'clock. Urwa versus Kobe. Now, I know I said I was going to avoid games with the Red Diamonds in it, but this just looks too good a spot. Um, Kobe seems to perform better on the road than they do at home um, and Uruwa are just frustrating getting good wins against strong teams one week then just not turning up the next um, I think they're due another lackluster week in the near future there's a good chance this will be it uh, you're getting almost 2-1 to one for Kobe so I, I'll happily have them as an outsider nice. they only need to win that 33% of the time
0: for the yeah good uh, uh, yeah just the diamonds the red di- I, I mean i i, I had the J League coupon on including your picks and my one in midweek they let that down like it doesn't doesn't matter i didn't pick like, the red diamonds no you didn't i'm saying i had a coupon on it oh you time. just you just added <laughs> yeah.
2: them in yeah, yeah i okay. was like oh they look great <laughs> nope
0: um so yeah good two to one i like it um my outsider uh features a team that have done nothing for me yet, but I'm going back to the well, hoping there's water in it. Uh, this is Ga- Gaius versus or- Orgrite. I don't really know how to pronounce the second team. However, it's another draw, I think. So I had uh, Gaius last week to draw with Sunsval away from home, and they lost 3-0. However, they're playing at home this week. They've drawn, apart from that game, the last four games they've played. Uh, Orgrite have drawn the last two games they've played. Now, this isn't what makes this special. What makes this special is the last five times these teams have met, they've drawn like five iterations of this game have been played have been, and there's been a selection of scores. 0-0, 4-4, 1-1, 0-0, 1-1. So the last five times they've played, this has been a draw. Um, they're drawing again games this season, guys. His last three games at home have been draw. Orgait's last two um, last two games away have been draws. Um, I think this is heading towards a draw, and I will take that at the TC odds of 23-10 to 10 and 9-4. to These your two options for that. I'm always okay with this team drawing. Yeah, I just, I think this is the week for it. They're doing it this week. Um, so yeah, they, they are my outsider.
1: Okay, okay. The, the charity bet this week, and God, I'll take responsibility for putting on to make sure the right team goes in so that you can definitely <laughs> cause for the charity bet not coming in because I've got a pretty good feeling by looking at your pick, you will be the reason. Oh, I'm oh gonna
0: you're not going to like this. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I'm going to the Champions League final on Sunday night. PSG versus Bayern Munich. Both teams have scored no draw, 5-6, to six, so just under evens. This is just simple. I'm hoping that it being the, the stake of the Champions League final doesn't change the way these two teams play. Both of these teams have scored in every game they've played this year in the league and the Champions League, right? Barring one, PSG were held 0-0 all the way through to penalties against Lyon. That was the only game, and that was Mbappe missing, who's now back. This game will be amazing. Like, my bet is only both teams have scored no draw. I'm quite happy that that is a safe bet. However, see if Bayern Munich do not change the way they play. And is going to have a field day in this game. Like it's going to be horrifying. Leon, Leon should have been three up yesterday before Bayern yeah. scored. They do not give a shit about playing that line that high. And yeah. going to have a field day. Like as long as they keep him on the left side away from Fod, so Davies, there's nobody they can get anywhere near him. Like nobody, uh, you think, I really, you think they really just keep
0: switching players. Like so, Byron just moved Davies over, and then they move him over the other side, and they're constantly just rotating to try and keep marking Do each other.
1: Do you not mind? There was a game. There was a game. Uh, Sheffield United versus Man U Old Trafford, and it was when Ronaldo was like the best player in the world at Man U the season. The, the season after the Champions League final, where he was just unbelievable, and <laughs> Sheffield United had just been promoted, and Sheffield United played a centre back, uh, maybe a defensive mid instead of a, a striker. <coughs> and his sole job was to follow Ronaldo. He, just, mamma, just he stacked, just followed Ronaldo to around the whole pitch. He just said, yeah. that's a danger. They lost 1-0 and Ronaldo said it was the most frustrating game he ever played because this guy just followed him. Even if it didn't make sense, he just followed him. Yeah,
0: he's a way le- <laughs> to the changing room, <laughs> he's like,
1: i, <laughs> I man. Ronaldo's been subbed and he's sat next to him.
0: <laughs> it's like Gaffer says, I can't
1: even leave him. <laughs> Um, so yeah, PSG, Bam Nuuk, Champions League final, Sunday night, both teams to score no draw. I think it'll be an absolute goal fest. And I actually fancy PSG to finally win that Champions
2: League. Ooh. What's the odds on the, both teams to score no draw, John? Just under evens, five to six. That's all right. Uh, my charity pick is even money as well. So it's Sunday, 11 a.m. UK time in the J League again. Oita versus Kashiba Rezol. So Oita are 13th with 11 points. Kashiwa fifth with 19 points. Uh, Kashiwa are second only to Kawasaki in the five-game form table here. So they've taken 10 points from their last possible 15. Oita are second bottom of that same five-game form table, only four points uh, from a possible 15. They don't score many goals and they concede a lot of goals. This is a a prime spot for Kashiwa Rizal. This could easily have been my value bet, but um, it was was close between them and Kawasaki. So I'm happy to have these guys in the charity and hopefully boost it with, with an even money selection.
0: Nice. This is a charity bed that does not need boosted, right? Because that I know. three oh, three and a bit to one, right? So mine oh, my
2: who pick, who 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 hit a wee twelve to five shot midweek and has gone all billy big boys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's it. Every pick's eight to one plus. Um no, so uh, so three to one here. I'm taking ODD away at Moldy, right? Both these teams are really, really good. ODD have won four of the last five away. Moldy have won four of the last five at home. They're pretty evenly matched. The only reason I'm taking ODD here is Moldy played midweek in the Champions League. They played at home to KUPS, who they trucked 5-0, but it's kind of a deceiving 5-0 because both teams put in similar efforts. You know, they had similar shots on target, similar possession, similar that. They were 3-0 up with until like 89 minutes and then they scored two late goals when obviously Mold, um, uh, KUPS, the Finnish team they were playing, were, were just trying to get something out of the game or, or get anything from it. Um so they played on the 19th, today's the 20th, they played last night and they're playing again on Saturday. ODD have had a full week to rest and historically have done okay in this fixture. In the last two times it's been played, it's been a draw and an ODD win and that's at Moldy. So I think getting a team where you're 3-1 to one away from home with a longer rest, with a similar record, close in the league, I'd rather be on the side of a 3-1 to one team. So... Right. When I hand over that big charity check Monday morning uh, to, to the boys at the Beetson and apologise profusely for taking all of the money away from them all season, uh, I'm going to be very happy when we hand over a zillion pounds. I think this is going to come in. Um, it.
1: I, I like this pick, Gordo, right? And the reason I like it is you just mentioned the Champions League, right? So teams have been fucking financially crippled because of everything that's went on. Moldova yeah. are playing in Slovenia against Cedja on Wednesday night. Yeah, so we have got the, another game coming as well. The, eh? money, the money to go to the Champions League is way more valuable than three points in a league match. I would suspect that they will be resting people for that trip. That would that'd be, that'd be my opinion on it. And this, this is a game that... Oh, uh, Bodo Glimp are just been... Oh, they're trucking point. through that league, but yeah. Away. But for me, Mulder can afford to risk this game. But ODD's form has been ridiculous if you're home. So you've got the best home team versus the second best away team. Yeah. I don't get why there's a discrepancy at like fourteen to five for that reason. Yeah, yeah that doesn't make sense to me. So, I'm, I think Maldie are just one.
0: yeah, Maldie are just a big team in that league. And people, I think the bookies will always put them under even money to be beating anyone at home. However, yeah, I'm happy to take them away. Odd have done me okay in the past. Uh, let's make this a mega mm-hmm. week. See the mega coupon's gonna be amazing this week. It's gonna be like it might even cap
2: out. You know that we were hills like yeah. You've got to be careful with that. You can
1: only bet zero point five <laughs> pence
2: on this. Yeah, Ma- maximum payout rules—you always got to be careful of that. Yeah. Um, no, I like I like the picks this week. Um, as always, everyone that's on Patreon uh, in the Trample Bet Club will have access to an A4 uh, bit of paper that has all the picks written down. Yeah. Um, Did so you mean know, Zero need, so need to sit and listen and take notes and everything like that. That'll be available on Patreon. Uh, before all the games kick off. Yeah.
1: The the one other thing I was going to say was a couple of things you can do for us if you are in a situation where you can't join the Patreon, because we do understand we're still asking people for money to join our club. A couple of things you can do is I done, I put a vote out, right? I put a vote out, classic uh, call to action. 180 people within the Facebook group seen it. 22 people voted, right? Guys, Not a bad hit rate. If you're on Apple Podcast, you can go and search for a podcast Leave a review and leave a comment. If you're on Spotify, we're going to post a wee video on the Facebook group that will show you how you could share it to an Insta story, a Facebook story, your Facebook page, just to try and get our podcast out there a wee bit better because we know with Spotify, you can't review anywhere as it stands. If you're on Google, you can do the same as Apple. So if your podcast app that you listen to allows you to review and leave a comment, please do that. If you can't, we'd really appreciate if you could share the episode on either one of your social media. We do not care which just to try and get us a wee bit more exposure. That's all we're asking. You can do that for free. doesn't cost a penny. It's just a pain in the ass that you have to do it. Okay. Facebook group, a <laughs> Bet podcast on Facebook. It's a private group. We will accept you. We're not going to reject people and keep people out. We want as many people into the club as possible so that we can try and win more money off the bookies. That was the podcast. Have a good weekend. Happy hunting.
0: Bye.